Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 7, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and PC has been conducting conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Deshmukh. Uh, hi, good morning. How are you? Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so I had a quick question. This is on behalf of my wife. Uh, she is working on H4 EAD, which is valid until May 24. Mm-hmm. And recently she was selected as a part of H1B as well. H1B lottery and her documents are submitted for approval. So it's not approved yet, mm-hmm. but documents are submitted. Mm-hmm. So my question is like, do, do her, does her need to work on H1B after 1st October? Or she can continue on H4 EAD itself because like she will have limited H, uh, H1B year, like six years. So can she continue on H4 EAD instead of H1 for some time? Why are you so concerned about six years right now? Okay. Okay. I mean, that the- should be concerned after two or three years. Okay. Okay. So no, the- if she, there, there are a couple of things that what you, what you're, there are ways you can get the H1B without mm-hmm. moving into H1B, but then she's not counted towards the H1B number. Okay, okay. You want her to be counted towards the H1B number, is right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be your primary target right now. Mm-hmm. After you get the H1B, after a year or so, then it's a different issue. If you want to change to H4, she can do something called Margarita switch. Okay. She can just go to Mexico and come back and switch it. Okay. Okay. All right. Understood. But it's important I... for her to get the H1B with the I-94 and work at least two months before she switches back to H4. Okay. Okay. Two months. Understand. Yeah. And, and there's one more thing. Uh, one more question. Like we are planning for India trip basically. Uh, and that's in middle of the H1B approval is in middle. And she she's already eligible for Dropbox H4 EAD. Uh, what will happen if like we go for Dropbox and approval comes before we coming back to US? So do we need to go for when are, for when 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 are you when are you uh, planning to travel? Around October. After, is it after October or before October? After October. October. Are you going to get the H1B 
with the premium processing approved or regular processing? It's a regular processing. Okay, I would recommend you get a premium processing. Okay. okay. I would and recommend the... you travel. I would recommend you travel in November. Okay. I would recommend that she goes for his food stamping and come back. In that way, you are, she's been technically counted towards H1B number, and then she will move back to H4. And she can always move back to H1B whenever she wants to. Okay, okay. That Because that Next. part was confusing. Uh, if we go now or October, if... I would recommend say, to go in November, November. But if you have any more questions, you can have a consultation. We can discuss it further, okay? Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Prashant? Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. So currently, I'm working for Employer A. My mm -hmm. I-140 got approved in uh, March 3rd, 2022. Mm -hmm. So now I've got mm -hmm. another job offer from Employer B. Uh, can I make the switch and accept the offer? Or this, is your, this is your first uh, This is your first I-140 approval. Correct. Yeah. How close are you with the employer that after you leave the company, he's not going to withdraw the I-140? Yeah, that's what I'm uh, worried about since I've not completed 180 days also. Uh, and how long it's been that you have been on H1B now? I've completed six years, max out done. Well, well, you just got H1B approved in March 3rd. Of, when did you complete your six years? No, I-140 got approved on March 3rd. H1 got approved uh, sometime in uh, April. H1 extension. Okay, I, I I definitely recommend you not to move out out, out of this company. So, okay, so wait until six months. Make... Six wait, months. You know, hundred and eighty days. Hundred and eighty days. Uh, yeah. So there is no way I can escape that uh, if they withdraw the. It's not. It's petition. not. There is no way. Um, I mean, you want to you want to go on the fire and then put it in the mouth and from there you will put it to the nose and there will be any risk that you're I mean, come on you don't want to do that okay you don't want to you don't want to benefit me believe me it's not worth okay wait until okay. six so months but if you have any yeah if you want any more questions i'll charge you four hundred dollars we'll answer the same thing next person please next person please <clears throat> yeah, hello. Hello, am I audible? Yes. The, the answer to that, just before I go, if your company does not withdraw within six months, you'll be beneficial. You'll be fine. But who knows? You can't risk your life. And once you leave the employer, that that guy is not going to withdraw. Go ahead, sir. I'll just go ahead. Sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, presently, I was on OPT EAD and recently in mm -hmm. the H1 lottery, my, uh, my H1 was picked. It is under processing, under general processing. And uh, I have my marriage fixed within a couple of months, so somewhere between August and uh, September. What are the scenarios on uh, when can I move to India? And if I move to India, let where us say August. Where is she? Where is she? She is in, in India right now. No, don't don't get the marriage done between August and how are you going to how how do you plan to come back? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. If I move to India, let us say in August, do I need to stay till October when my H1 becomes valid, or can I come back immediately? My advice is get the marriage to November though. Okay, November. get the H1B approved and then go for stamping for H1B. 
Okay, means if uh, during this processing, are we not allowed to go to our home country uh, during the this no. transition? Period? If you if you if you go to your home country, your change of status will be abandoned. So then, once you come back, you have to apply for the H-1B again. There's other problem that you have is that how are you going to come back? Your intentions have changed. You're no longer coming on F-1 student visa or OPT STEM extension. So you'll have to wait until October. If you wait until October, will you have a job? No, you may not have a job. Mm. Yes, yes. I'll tell you one simple thing though, okay? This is the only time I tell people to bribe. Give $1,000 to the pujari. The pujari will tell that there is no murt available until November. Everybody will be happy. <laughs> you got it? It works, yeah. buddy. It worked for me. Next person, please. Yeah, thank you. Don't don't pay money to us. Not worth, guys. Just this is the only time I tell bribe is legal. Next person, please. Rahul. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so my uh, my employer applied uh, four eighty five with uh, with EB three, and EB three one forty is also approved. Uh, my date got current in EB two, so I don't What's have. What's your What is your priority date? Uh, two thousand twelve December. So right now my date is current in EB2. So, but uh, I don't have 140 with my current employer. So what he did was he applied a new I-140. And then after regular processing, after one month, we converted to premium. And then nice. they denied it. They denied it actually. 140, they denied, denied what? Uh, 140, uh, stating that uh, the perm is expired. Come on. Um, maybe there is some, you, you need to file an I-140 again. That's a better way. It's a wrong denial. Or maybe yeah, it's a lawyer, it's a wrong denial. Refile it. Yeah, that's what, uh, and then uh, uh, when we converted the premium, right, uh, the attorney had the email access. So they've replied to that email stating that it's, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I, I got the point. I got the point. Let the lawyer do what he is doing. Okay, but I don't, premium processing, they may fix it. There's a chance they may fix it. If they fix it, that's fine. Otherwise, refile it. Yeah, yeah. When when they when they reply to the but, team, but they, with, uh, what, what, what question do you have for me, though? For yeah, yeah. So they've replied to the email, right? So they told us, like, we got an automated uh, reply stating that uh, they need 30 days uh, to respond what on question? I, I know how they act. I know. Yeah, yeah. Will, they, will they react to, to that or do we need to reapply again? There's a chance to... they may, there's, there's a 50% chance they will react to it. Oh, so, but still we, you want us to reapply again uh, or you want to wait, uh, you want us to wait for some time. Yeah, you may wait for, you may wait for 30 days to see what goes on because it's a premium processing. They normally respond to it. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. But it's definitely a wrong denial. Next person, yeah. please. Brijesh Desai. Hey Rahul, uh, good afternoon. Uh, so my green card and my 485 are approved. Uh, I got my green card and uh, the priority date on uh, 485 uh, is incorrect. My actual priority date is March 2012 and I and 485 they, by mistake they put uh, November 2012. So my question is... Uh, my okay, now let me ask, ask this question. Uh, it, this is an EB2 approval, is right? ECB2, yes, that is correct. Oh, it doesn't matter for you. How does it matter? So, because both our final action dates are current. Yeah, so uh, do I need to inform like my, I already, no. 
It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> I mean, the question no. is, they, on on the when I get the citizenship after five years, they will not ask. So either either way, your final action dates are correct. Yeah. Okay. If you now go and contact the USCIS, they may reopen the entire file. Okay. Okay. Look, the other brother whose I-140 was wrongly denied. Now, for mm-hmm. them, we want the file to be reopened and re-adjudicated. For you, oh, your green card has been given with number 2012 date. Let me reopen the file. And then guess what? I'm going to sleep on it for two, three years. Okay. So I'm so not I- contacting you. If I was your lawyer, I'm not contacting you. Okay. Because and either the more- final act- and you will not have any problem in the citizenship application okay also like i raised the service request when my my oh, case was on. transferred no not right now i i do did okay. before when i okay. when my case was transferred from texas to nbc i get the notice i i noticed okay. the wrong date so what's your so question I, now so uh, that service request is still open so i don't need to do, do anything do nothing else. do nothing don't do anything okay okay Okay. No problem. Is there Next anything person. like they they can do it or they will not do anything? They Let's hope anything. they won't do anything. Let's hope they won't do it. How, how long they okay. will take to give answer on that? It's already been month. They they already you already got the green card, so they may not do anything. I don't want you to okay. poke that thing up right now. Okay. So don't Next do person. anything at this point. Okay. Yeah, Thank don't you. Do Next person, okay. please. Yeah. Neelam. Hi, uh, Rahul. My question is, I'm currently on H4 and which is valid up to the August 22. And I already filed my COS to F1 in last March. So uh, I will start my school at the end of July. So my question is that I do not need to uh, file my H4 extension while my COS is pending, right? Technically, you're not required to file an H4 Previously, the bridge application was needed. Right now, we don't need the bridge application. So, but my question is that uh, my ISSO suggests me I have to do H4 uh, extension. So, which is the safest way if I do I, I would, I would agree. I would agree with your uh, DSO. The reason is that it's the safest way, not absolutely required. It's the safest way. But my if concern it is, is a that- big, Mm-hmm. Uh, if my F1 yeah. get approved first and uh, H4 will get that, then it yeah. will mess up. So. Yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to take a... I, I don't know why people on H4 wants to move on F1. I don't understand at all. I don't. It doesn't yeah, make I, any sense to me why H4 people ever, ever move to F1. Yeah, but my concern is that if uh, my F1 get approved first, then can I... Uh, well, my qu- main question to you is, why are you moving to F1? Still, my husband, uh, like, uh, I-140 is not approved. So, like... So, work on that. I- Don't feed him food if he doesn't get the labor certification done. Tell him out. Sleep in the dark, dark house. Okay? That's yeah. better to get an EAD there rather than going through all this one. But you have to pick an option, ma'am. You want to save or you want F1, you have to pick an option. When I was there, I went to school on H4. I didn't wait, I didn't go on an F1 visa. I got an I-20, I came on H4. I never went on to back to F1 actually. I never went for F1 visa. I came on H4, I, went, I, I, I did my LLM and, and I did my schooling in, and, and uh, here on H4. I never went to F1, I don't know why people do it, but you have to pick an option, you know what it is. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but, but my question my, is, my, can I revoke H4 even my F1 is approved then? 
uh, no, that becomes, that's not, you can't do margarita switch with F1 and H4 that easily though. The H4 and H1 are L1, H1 margarita switch is there. But for F1, the margarita switch is not available. So you have to pick whether you want to be safe or whether you want to be an F1 or you want to be safe and get the EAD, not do any of these things by staying on H4 EAD and work with the H4 EAD, this, that's up to you, ma'am. My choice is actually not both the choices. Just stay on H4 and get the EAD. Next person, please. Thank but you. people want to pay money to immigration lawyers. I don't know why they want to. Next person, please. Rohan? I didn't when I was you. Rohan, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my question. Hey, thanks, Rahul, for taking the question. My question is, I, I'm at a current employer where I have a 797, um, and I'm planning to travel. When you say 797 with the I-94. It, it is H, uh, sorry? When you say 797 is with the I-94. Yes, it's with the I-94. So it was a H-1 transfer from an old employer. It was a H-1B transfer mm -hmm. from an old employer. And my green card date has been current since October 2020. I have EAD AP, but still like waiting on the green card processing. So my mm -hmm. un under EB3. So we had downgraded from EB2 to EB3 with the old employer. Yep. Then after what's, what, what's your prior to date? Sorry? What's your August prior to date? 2011. Okay, so you're current under EB2 also, okay? Yes, but I, I moved employers before EB3. I became current under EB2. So um, we are planning to make a trip to India and it, as it turns out like H1B, Dropbox and like dates are just not available for stamping. So if I come back, most likely I have to come back on EADAP. My question uh -huh. is after I come back and change employers, can an employer actually, if I end up changing employers, can a new employer file a H1 transfer if I'm on EAD? They Even can. The they, can. they can. They can, they right? can, because with the current employer, the 797 is valid. I just won't be able to get a stamp because there's no appointments available. Right, right. You can go, so your old employer, company A, you're working with company B with the transfer of H1B and you will travel on advance parole and come back. And if you move to company C, can the company C file a H1B transfer from company B, even though you came back on company A's advance parole? Yes, they can. They can. Okay. And does this actually put me on an EAD status or does it keep no, me sir. on an EAD status? It does, it, it does not. It does not. It does not put me on an EAD status. Yeah. The only time it becomes a problem is if you want to refile the 485 application, which I don't see any reason how you can do it because you're not even with company A, you're with company B and company C. So you don't need, you're fine. You can go and come back and extend the H1B. I don't see a problem with it. Oh, uh, but I can't, I can't do the transfer before I extend my H1B, but can I do the transfer? You can do transfer or extension, whatever you want to do it. You can do transfer. Next person. Karthik. Uh, <clears throat> Hi, Raghullah. Thanks for your time. Uh, so uh, I have initiated uh, my H H4 extension for my wife and kid uh, in March, 2022. And meanwhile, they have to travel to India uh, for an emergency purpose. And today- When is uh, I-94 expiring? Uh, March 23rd, 2022. That is when the I-94 is ex expired? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and also I applied for H-4 EAD along with that application extension. So uh, I got uh, my H-4 EAD approved today. And I'm not sure like the H-4 uh, extension is still in progress. So so what what's this case actually? Uh, that's going on very frequently, though. Uh, 
EAD approved but not H4, is that right? Right, right. Okay. And they are in India with my 797 uh, approved and uh, I have scheduled a Dropbox on November 2022. So is it safe to uh, come with a new I-94? Or, or, and second question is like if this uh, EAD card is still valid. I don't see why it's not valid. Yeah, they can come back in November. They can come back with the appointment and they can come back. I don't see any problem. In it. So that there won't be problem like if if the H4 extension, if... It isn't processed, right? Like if it is it approved or if it's actually not right, right now, H4 will become irrelevant right now. Oh, okay. Because, because she's going to come here on H4 stamping. So H4 mm -hmm. extension is irrelevant right now. Okay. The only thing your question is, does the EAD is valid? Yeah, EAD is valid. They have to come and revoke it for it to be invalid. Okay, so there, has, there won't be any problem with the I-94, new I-94 for the EAD, right? No, no. Okay. There is no problem. Next person, please. Thank you. Surya? Hi. Good, sir. So, uh, I traveled to India on February 28th. I got my H-1B visa stamp in March, and I've been in India mm -hmm. since then, so... And I plan on staying until September, probably end of September. So it will be more than six months. I'm outside USA and uh, I'm on US and payroll. Get... Okay. That's a little bit long time. I normally recommend people to come in four months though, because they okay. will create a, that will create a question. If okay. you are prolonging to that much, is the job really in USA or not? Is this everything is going on like a money laundry? You know what money laundering means? You're giving payment to, for something which is not valid thing. They should have actually paid you the Indian salary instead of US salary. Okay. So yeah, that is a too much of a length for you to stay there. Even though you're getting paid, you're working in United States, we don't recognize cyberspace yet. So I would recommend to come back and then go back again, rather than risking the things with immigration. And which airports you will be coming to? Uh, Washington. Okay, uh, yeah. avoid Chicago. Avoid okay. Chicago. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Um. Ram, go ahead. RP. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Welcome back. Uh, so I had a question about my mother's tourist visa. She's 74 mm -hmm. and she had a Dropbox uh, appointment. And this was the first uh, extension, which got refused in India. She was called for an in-person interview and she attended the interview and she received a 221G. And mm -hmm. uh, she also received a form DS5535 and she's asked to fill it out and email it tomorrow. So uh, mm -hmm. my questions are, um, what does this mean? And uh, will she get a tourist visa extension this month? We have noticed that for some people that they are issuing it. Um, how old is he? Is it more than 75 or less than 75? She is 74, less than 75. 
Okay, less than seventy-five. Uh, we, we have noticed. I don't know why uh, and how many how many times she came into United States. Uh, four times only. Every time when she come in, did she have, ever stay more than six months? No, she cannot because of her health. Uh, she cannot stay more than six months. Yeah. I, how long did she stay every time? About five months. That seems to be a very random thing. Though after you submit the form, though they are taking about two weeks to 10 weeks to adjudicate the B2 applications right now. Wow. Okay. So do you think she will get a visa extension at least there in the summertime? A, there is a very, well, I don't know about summertime, two to 10 weeks, you, you take it out. I don't know what summer it's, um, but there's nothing you can do right now. Okay. Okay. All right, thank Next. Thank you, ma'am. Next person, please. Here, I'll hold it up for you. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, um, I can. Two questions, sir, real quick. Uh, one question I have is about the birth certificate for 485, and thanks for all the docu all the pr presentations you have on that. Uh, the question is, my priority date is January 2016. I'm prepping up the 485 mm -hmm. documents. Um, so since I didn't have the original birth certificate, I have to get a, a non-availability birth certificate first, and then I have to get a late registered birth certificate after that. So uh, right now I have a late registered birth certificate as well. Uh, this was something which I got in 2017. Uh, and my wife was, my wife already had one, but she didn't wait, get the certificate. Wait, wait. So, got so you got the birth certificate, but was registered in 2017. Yes, sir. Yep. Don't use the non-availability certificate, tear it down. Okay. Never use that. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. And so, so uh, while submitting the documents for 485, should I be submitting the late registered birth certificate for plus two affidavits? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I would not submit anything other than the birth certificate, though. If okay. there is an RFE, then you submit the other things, though. Gotcha. Which is and, and which includes which includes the affidavits. Not only affidavits, you should also include more things. Um, for example, Aadhaar card, PAN card. Uh, I'm going to send you the list of the things what you can submit, okay? Got it, Rahul. And then the place of birth on my uh, city name is different on my passport. And, and, uh, no, and you, 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 can, you can ignore that. Passports are not always correct, though. For example, no, uh, they're not accurate at all. Okay, so they'll be looking at the place of birth on the birth certificate, correct? Not birth certificate, correct. Right. Okay. One last question about the H1B uh, extension, Rahul. So I uh, I re-entered into the United States on, on January 21st, 2020. And that was, I had an unexpired visa at that point, which was valid until March 29, 2020. So while I was at the port of entry, because I already had an extension at that point until March 2023. So I showed the visa officer my March 2023 uh, uh, approval for the I-797 as well. So he extended and put a stamp on my passport with the uh, with the admit date until January 1st, 2023. So- uh, What does the I-94 say? Uh, the I on the I-797 or on the passport? No, on the I-94, online I-94. On the online I-94 says uh, January 1st, 2023 for me. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, so for the extension for me, um, now, before I go to that question, Rahul, let me ask, my wife they, and my uh, son, who, who is on H4 as well, so they went back with me uh, during September 2019, 
and we already had that uh, uh, unexpired visa till 2020. So when they returned back in 2019, their uh, validity for I-94 was March 2020, right? And then uh, during during this time, uh, we applied for a well, well, you're jumbled up. You're jumbling up too many things here. I don't see any problem with you because your I-94 is extended until January 1st of 2023. Your wife has traveled and came back. Her I-94 was expiring. What date? So her I-94 is um, 2020, March 2020. So we, she came back did, to the United States on September 1st. Did you file an extension before March 2020 or after March 2020 for her age? Before March 2020. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, um, yeah, so right now their I-94 shows March 29, 2020 versus mine because I went late after them and I showed my approval for I-77. So I, my I-94 shows uh, 2023 versus their showing 2020. So um, basically they got their, they, they, so they got their I-94 on March 2020 and between uh, September 29 okay. and they returned. Okay. Are we asking the question about you or your wife? Uh, my, mine is, I think, clear. Uh, my I-94, you already mentioned. So, what, my wife. so forget about yours. Your wife's I-94 was expiring in March 2020. That is, and your child was expiring in March 2020. You filed the extension for the H-4 before March 2020. Yes. Yep. And, and then what happened with that? What happened with that extension? It's approved. H-4 and h 4 both approved. Before when is the I-94 for them expiring right now? Uh, in online, it says 2020, March 2020. No, on the 797H4 approval, what does it oh, say? Oh, it's March 20, March 2023. Okay, so what's your question? Is is that their default I-94 then? March 2023? Yeah, that is yeah. It says at the bottom of the I-797, it says I-94. The number of the I-797, I-94, of the I-94, and the online I-94 number will be the same. It won't be a different. Okay, but I see March 2020 for my wife and son though, on online. No, ignore the online. See the paper that is given by the USCIS. Okay, okay. Because that's the, that takes the precedence, right? Because we apply- That's right. The it, says, it says I-94 on it. You're not looking at it. Okay, that, that avoids my confusion. So really, uh, should I be applying for an extension before my January 1st, 2023 date, which is showing on the passport uh, as the officer put a stamp on, or would it be my actual date that's March, 2023, uh, which is- What does my, the I-94 uh, says for you? Uh, January 1st, 2023. You have to do it before January 1st of 2023. Okay. And that's okay. the online- Because that's the latest- because that's the latest I-94 for you. For your wife, the latest was you filed it before March 2020. That's whatever right. is the latest I-94 will count. Okay, so the online one shows 2023, January 1st, but the actual I-797 itself is March 2023. So you're saying before you ignore, January. You, you ignore it, whatever is the latest I-94. Okay. In your wife's case, latest I-94 is the 797. Okay. In your case, latest one is the online one. Okay. After that, you uh -huh. didn't do anything. You got, got it? it? Next person. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Ravish. I'll take the last caller, guys, today. Uh, hi, hi Ravish, Rahul. Uh, 
Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, so my question is that is it possible because uh, is it possible to get the my I-140 is approved but uh, employer is not sharing with uh, me. So is it possible to get uh, to yeah. get? So what is the process process for that? It's it's called freedom of information. It's online. It's free. It takes ten minutes for you to do it, and your employer won't even know you did it. And what? And I'm uh, going to. You, I'm going to give you the link for it. Okay. Can you acknowledge you receive the link? Yeah, and uh, what is the turnaround time for that? Do you have any idea? Three to six weeks. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, Rahul. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow. I'm sorry, I couldn't answer all the calls today, but uh, we'll try to. Probably take some questions on uh, the chat questions tomorrow, though. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Oh,